Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. My guest today is one of the founding hosts of Wisdom Talk Radio, Katanjali Hemp. I've invited her to return because We've always traveled on similar wavelengths with co-creation at the forefront of our work. That has allowed us to plumb the depths of possibility and transformation. And ah, if I think about these times, that is so needed because these times are profound. And truly, I want to tell you, I am excited to be with her today. So join us for this quantum conversation. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. Find out your personal innovator style so you can open your creative flow and make everything in life easier. Learn to optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute of it. Katanjali Hemp is a master energy healer and founder of Centara System, a deeply integrative evolutionary energy healing and awareness modality. She brings over 23 years of study and training with healers and masters from some of the world's richest traditions and most cutting edge healing models. Katanjali has spent 21 years as a practitioner and teacher, leading retreats, workshops, and professional trainings. She has also been a consultant for system-level change across industries during this transformational time. And so these are all the reasons why I wanted to have you back and, and be able to have the kind of conversations we haven't had a chance to have in a long time. Welcome to you, my dear friend, Katanjali. Oh, thank you so much. I'm grateful to be here with you, Laurie. I'm excited for our conversation today. Mm. So where are we going to start? <laughs> um, boy, we, there's so many things I want to I want to talk about with you um, because there's so much that's changing. There's so much that's shifting in the way in which things are showing up on the planet. And things show up in the physical after they've had a shift in the energy. So they show up first in the energy before they get to whatever form or manifestation they're going to take. And I'm wondering what your sense is of these times and how it relates to that. What are you seeing showing up in energy right now? You know, for the last many years, I would talk to my students about seeing this uh, kind of storm happening way out in the in the outer energies mm-hmm. and moving down. We, we kind of look at it like field layers, like layers of an onion or um, mm-hmm. coming in towards form and towards our manifest reality. And as that storm passed through the outer outermost field layers, um, what it would leave in its wake was a lot of actually coherence and clarity. It was like you know, the, the, the clean sky after a storm, like green mm-hmm. and blue and crystalline and um, beautiful drops of water and the plants and the land refreshed. It kind of had that kind of a quality and a feeling. And this energy felt like it kept 
continuing to descend over the last many years and um, moving through the fields of humanity and towards the fields of form, kind of the storming through mm -hmm. thoughts, beliefs, understandings, and the way that we create and move with things in our world and life. And this storm is really landing in form now. And as it's been doing that in the last two years, year and a half, there's this quality of really feeling this current of liberation in the energy. Mm. And there's this paradoxical nature sometimes when we connect with what I kind of consider more of a continuum of energy to form. So in one way, we can look at it as a paradox that what looks like liberation in the energy, when it lands in form, it really illuminates and displaces what feels like or is oppression, right? It's going to illuminate the things that don't resonate with it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the seeming paradox that, that occurs in our experience of form. Um, but if we look at it more as a continuum, it, there's like an integration that's wanting to happen. This liberatory energy and understanding is wanting to actually take root and form. Mm -hmm. So it's actually this almost this benevolent blessing that's being bestowed upon us. And there's a shakeup as it lands. All the things that do not fit with it kind of start to get rattled to the surface. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It, 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 it upearths everything that it doesn't fit with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a lot our experience. And because culturally, you know, we have come to a place in our understanding where what we perceive and what we experience mostly is physical form. Uh -huh. So for most of us, the context is we only see what it's shaking up. We don't see, we don't have a language or a context uh -huh. for the current that's behind it. And that can feel very disheartening if all we're seeing is the fallout. Yeah, and that which doesn't resonate with the, 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 yeah. this liberation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is what we see. So we, we start to see the oppression. We start to see the polarization. We start to, we, many of us can start to get afraid or grasp or cling. Um, and so the lesser aspects of our, of our nature as humans are mm -hmm. coming to the surface in different ways. And that can be very disheartening. And so what can be helpful is if we have a, a larger field or context we might be able to um, have a little bit of a different sense of what's what's occurring and therefore what's possible. Um, something else to partner with, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And, and because we can get so caught, and you and I were talking about this before we get, began, we can get so caught with well, what's presented to us in the physical world, what the news shows up in our face with, um, what people are talking about. And if we, if we just simply see that, we, can't, we don't allow the coming into being of what is wanting to come into being. Yeah, exactly. And, and one, of the, one of the things that this framing, I think, offers is that we also don't need to deny or negate or turn away from what it's bringing up, right? Mm -hmm. That what it's bringing up is also real. It's valid. It's true. It's here. Yeah. But it gives us a different direction. It's like, a realization that we're being shown it in order to change it, that we have the opportunity to transform in these spaces that, um, that really is, there is a blessing in this. There is an opportunity in this, even when it doesn't feel like it and that it's mm -hmm. something to turn towards, um, to make use of, to partner with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautifully said. I, I love that. And, and so what are you seeing that we're needing to change? 
you know, the, you know, in other words, what, what, what are we being shown so that we can change it? And, and then maybe even touching on the how, how is it that we are to better um, identify with what's possible? Yeah. I mean, it's a great question. And I think I have a, I have an answer in the, in the place that I have is within my scope. I have an answer around, around consciousness, around energetics. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it's up to each one of us to apply that into form. So I don't have all the answers, but I do believe as a collective humanity together, we do. So, so I think one of the things is, is that, that coming together towards common, common goals and common good. Mm -hmm. And so, so the underlying fundamental thing I see in consciousness is this idea of seeing things as paradoxical rather than as part of a continuum. And so I really believe there's a leap that's wanting to happen and evolution that's wanting to happen in our consciousness. And I think um, younger aspects of consciousness identify and polarize in different ways. Mm-hmm. And as we mature, we have the capacity to begin to embody a both and perspective. And when we can hold a larger container that allows different aspects of a continuum to all exist simultaneously, Mm -hmm. new potentials begin to emerge, new conversations happen, happen, a new perspective orients, and then a new pathway forward arises. And I think our capacity to do that, um, is something that is different and new and challenging, even just within ourself. So there's the way we see paradox playing out in the world amongst factions Mm -hmm. of people or belief systems or ideologies and understanding. But I want to say that's even occurring within any one of us. Yes. It's just, we're the microcosm. We're the microcosm. Yeah. And really learning how to turn towards all aspects of our own being and giving them a seat at the table, not to lead the charge. Mm -hmm. But not in the front seat of the car, (laughs) the front seat of the car, but to be part of the conversation. Yeah. And and to really then also lean into what is at the front seat of the car, you know? (laughs) And so, Mm -hmm. and so really aligning with that, what is that, you know, and, and in my work, we would call it, you know, essence and source alignment. So connecting to the, to the truest, most Mm -hmm. foundational Mm -hmm. truth of who and what we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that there's a great deal of mystery in that. That's not that's not our mind. It's not our ego. It's not what we already know. It's something that we are discovering. It's emergent. Yeah. Ah, I've never. I don't think I've ever said that or thought of it that way. That it is emergent, but of course it is. And because that is a one way to think of it for me is that is what we've forgotten is that truth. And so therefore, as we connect with it more and more deeply it is emerging it is emergent um yeah yeah Yeah. it's exciting too it's like even when i when i hear you reflect it back to me in that way it kind of gives me chills it's like it it you know i I talk about the ego as our personality vehicle the same way our body is our physical (laughs) vehicle right i do too yes yeah beautiful (laughs) i love that i I would imagine as much yeah Um, but it, but that idea that 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 essence nature that truest aspect of self is actually what we want to be kind of um, aligning and orienting mm-hmm. our our personality vehicle right and there's so much conditioning of culture and trauma and pain that has um, and fear you know that's kind of clouded that or distorted that along the way to its expression mm-hmm. and I think we have a real opportunity here to 
shift that. Indeed, we do. And, and that's, ah, that's why what we're doing feels so important and so more than necessary mandatory. And that as there are so many of us that are seeing the, the possibilities, we don't know what the end result, at least I don't know what the end result is to look like. Um, you know, that is for me, I could call that heaven on earth. And the reality of heaven on earth as we live uh, from within that that essence and source connection. And and for me, that's what co-creation is. Absolutely. And and I don't know about for you, but I know for me, none of us are getting out 100% cleanly or smoothly through this process. For all of us, it, you know, this, these wonderful last two years, and I think ongoing, it's giving us the perfect opportunity to uh, rub up against our own personal traumas and triggers. Our own liberation mm. is, is occurring in this process. Yes. And so I think that shift in perspective is really helpful, at least for me, that when something arises to not resist it or push against it, but to open to it as the way, that mm -hmm. is the opportunity, that is the way. If I turn towards this, what is it asking me to shed or reorganize or reorient in myself? And as I do that, whole new awarenesses and openings occur and a lot's being asked of all of us. Um, and I think through that, there's also great joy that comes. So, so sometimes I can feel getting caught in the heaven on earth kind of conversation. And it's like, it doesn't feel like heaven. Right. Right. <laughs> look at all the stuff that's happening. <laughs> yeah. And look at how it feels. You know? Yeah. I was going to say, or look at, yeah. And even for ourselves, yeah. I, I, again, I was saying to you before we started that, that, I feel like I've been feeling like this time of in-betweenness is just lasting and lasting and lasting. And it's not, usually I can transition with it more, more um, fluidly. And I don't feel that way right now. I feel that, oh my God, <laughs> you know, what is going on? And, and then that moves us into when we're willing to stay with that, that moves us into whatever is, is, the other piece of that that's emerging yeah and I and I and I recall you saying when we were getting on that this might just be a really big one and, and I think it's true it's like that that kind of tidal wave or the tsunami wave mm -hmm. it's a bigger pullback before the bigger wave comes forward mm -hmm. to I think it's a big creative reorientation that we're in mm -hmm. a big reorientation and reorganization of of humanity and of form and so really no small potatoes no small potatoes. Yeah. And really, really endeavoring to listen, to ride that wave, to not try to force it, to not try to blow wind in the sails, but to wait for that wave to come underneath us. Yeah. Ah, yes. And, and so many people I think are trying to create it, Yeah, you know, by the force of one's own personality. Yeah. I mean, it's very scary and confronting to sit and not know and that gives us space for all of our internal doubts and voices and fears to come up you know mm -hmm. definitely speak for myself and the, the the cool thing is is that that opportunity is there again it's like if I'm sitting in the unknown and it's mm -hmm. nameless and faceless and all of my nameless faceless fears arise it's an opportunity for me to settle them it's an opportunity for me to get current with them right and so if I really want the future creation to not be the same as the past creation, the past mm -hmm. creation will stay in the same pattern and will create the next creation. But if I really let myself deconstruct these voices mm -hmm. through, through listening, through loving, through inhaling them and exhaling peace, you know, kind of just settling them, mm -hmm. 
then the pattern's beginning to shift fundamentally. And what I create next will not be founded on the same premise or platform that the last creation was. And I think that's the opportunity of this still point that's so uncomfortable, so confronting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. How do we, how do we allow ourselves to step into something that is brand new that we don't know that we can't control that we can't predict. Yeah. And, and we don't even know. I mean, for me, I'm speaking just for myself. I, in this, in the way, in what you're speaking to, don't even know hmm, what the right way is, even though I know how to ask, even though I know how to go inside for some, for whatever reason. And I, and I think it's got a lot to do with what you're describing. It feels like a time where we just simply have to say, I don't know. And that's okay. Yeah. And I really feel the potency of that stance. It's like, if we have our, you know, we talk about consciousness states in the work that I do, but if if we have our warrior nature engaged, Mm -hmm. the strength of the warrior nature in this place is honoring and owning what's true, which is saying, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So just that's a willful and powerful stance. And so if I can sit in, I don't know, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what's next. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. And then it's that little seed of faith and saying attached to that, connected to that. And I do know that something greater than me that exists deep within me does know, Mm. right? I don't know. But but I am held by something greater and there's a deep wisdom inside of me that's connected to that. And that does know. So I'm going to lean into that and allow it to show me. Yeah. And that is miraculous. What can come from that when we remember to do it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's quite wonderful for me to hear you say that because what I realize is that really since, um, 1987, when I first met my teacher, Dawn, that is what she was about. And that's what she was teaching us. And so for the next, you know, 20 some years, that's what I was immersed in. And it's like all of that training and all of that teaching and all of what I teach others, it's coming to this point (laughs) where, you know, we've, we've given voice to it. We thought we were doing it. And there's a whole other dimension of what we are now being brought into. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, one, of my, one of my students was just sharing, she, she had written something like, uh, you know, for the past 20 years, we've been talking about the paradigm shift and now we're literally inside of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a great way yeah. to put it. Mm-hmm. And we've never, we don't know what it's like to be inside of a paradigm shift. Nope. No, I, I know what it's like to read about past paradigm shifts. Yeah. But that's very different. Yeah. And this, and you know, it, as is the nature of paradigm shifts, I suppose, and, and just evolution in general, it is, it is emergent. It hasn't been done before. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one thing that there's themes that have been coming up. And I think you were speaking to this as well. Last time we spoke is that I do think there's something about groups and about community, that this isn't something that happens in isolation as we mm-hmm. begin to feel for what's new and next. I think we hold missing pieces for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. We hold missing pieces for each other. Yeah. And I know 
for you and your work that you are doing a lot within community. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that's calling to me more and more. Um, and I'm in the process of creating that because those are the places where the next great innovations, the next great discoveries, the, the solutions to whatever the problems are, are going to emerge, not just from us in isolation, but from us as we bring those different pieces together. Yeah, I absolutely think so. It's almost like if mission and purpose was individually dispensed before, I think <laughs> in this new paradigm, it's coming into collectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, how is that showing up for you, that this new paradigm is showing up in collective? You know, I think it's still it's still emergent. I think I'm still discovering it. We we're doing a lot of things like um we we just brought all of our different programs and stuff into one space as a membership community. Mm-hmm. And the biggest reason that I've wanted this is because so often I'll feel like, you know, this person and that person in these two different programs, they don't know each other, but there's something, they have something for each yes, other. Yes. And it was starting yeah. to happen spontaneously they would hear each other in interviews on podcasts or on different things and then recognize each other and realize that they have the connection of the work that we do together um but wanting them to have a place to crowdsource information to get feedback and reflection from different sectors and different points of view Mm -hmm. and really realizing it had so little to do with me or with any individual but that it was really the dance of the community itself right it's gonna um lead to whole other other things (laughs) Um, and that's happened in, within individual programs before, but feeling this more dynamic interconnection wanting to occur mm. and less I, and less wanting to do much of anything alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I, I really do feel that way. And it, I've been such a, a person that has done so much on my own and I've tried to bring other people in at different times and sometimes that's worked and sometimes that hasn't, but it feels like there's another whole new um reason for doing that now and it, it it is about those those bright lights seeing their reflection somewhere else and saying oh yes let's see what we have to do together without me being part of that necessarily yeah it also feels interesting um i've done a lot myself too and and collaborated with success and not you know <laughs> to varying <laughs> degrees and it, it does something just feels different. I, I don't know, even when I think about and feel into collaborative projects that are moving forward now, it just feels different. Um, mm-hmm. the, the architecture of the organization, it feels it feels really different to me. And um, even just in this moment, if I tune into the energetic between you and I, just feeling a lot of deep value and appreciation mm-hmm. um, in what's coming forth in our conversation and how mm-hmm. you pull it out of me and we get to share in some way mm-hmm. um, that wouldn't happen in isolation or alone. And, and I find myself so energized by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really what I, why I wanted to do this. Cause that was my memory of always being with you is this, that it would be that kind of feeling and of, Oh, wow. I never thought of seeing it that way or saying it that way, but not from a place of differences as much as a, a unique way of, of expressing something and then being able to value that and treasure that and see where that what that lights up in me and makes me think of oh what about this over here and and so I want to invite our listeners to see where in their life they 
they might be longing for that kind of connection. Mm-hmm. And where could they create that? How could they, um, how could they create it? How could they find those places to have the kind of conversations that we're talking about, to have the kind of collaborative projects that maybe they, they hadn't ever wanted to or thought that they could do? And maybe this, the more we do that, the more we invite that in, um, that brings that new paradigm into play more and more. Yeah, I just want to link this back to that that thing about not knowing. Um, if uh-huh. I consider for myself what's been emerging when I go into the I don't know, is that a lot of the time when I go into the I don't know and then I open to the greater intelligence, what I'm guided to is connecting with others. And then uh-huh. I think that I do know in relationship with them mm-hmm. or they know. Like there, 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 there is that kind of together we know. Mm-hmm. And it's the willingness to go into that greater intelligence um, and see where the, where you might be drawn and what is emerging, what is calling to you, and to allow yourself to step into that, allow yourself to move towards it. And that that's how we, we um, I believe that's how we move through the I don't know place. Yeah. And, and how we create something we didn't even know we could, or we didn't mm-hmm. even have a vision for in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. So we navigate across the, the dark stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really dark. It's dark to our personality. I think, yeah. you know, I, I mean, that's what I'm thinking about. As you say that it it feels in our human nature, it feels dark because we're in that I don't know place. Yeah. And we're used to knowing, or at least I'm used to knowing. Um, and so trusting, you know, trusting in that greater intelligence mm-hmm. that it will carry us forward. Yeah. 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 Wow. <clears throat> so as we're as we're bridging this, as we're moving from one place to the next. Hmm. What are you finding in the work that you're doing with people? What are you finding showing up? What are you finding your um, your brilliance to to where are you being called to serve in that? Well, there, there's like five different things that occur. I know. When you ask the question. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to answer it this way. It's, it's a metaphor. Um, several years ago, we were already kind of coming upon this unknown, you know, we could, could feel it coming. Mm-hmm. I could feel it coming. Mm-hmm. And um, kind of, I had this metaphor of like being on one body of land and then a big amount of water and there's another land off in the distance. And mm-hmm. how do we get across? And it was kind of like a bridge kind of step-by-step step showing up and then kind of this metaphor of a boat crossing. And I think what, what one of the things that I'm feeling in this moment is that I think humanity really is launching to a new shore. And I think that there's this question sometimes for people, you know, where do I serve? Am I on the boat with the people Mm -hmm. helping them on the boat? Mm -hmm. Am I helping them get off the boat? Am I on the new land? Am I on the old land? And I think, 
what mm-hmm. I've recently really been establishing for myself is that I'm very much on the new land mm-hmm. and we're kind of mm-hmm. looking around and saying mm-hmm. like, what's here, you know, how do we live here? Are there yeah. indigenous peoples mm-hmm. to be with, you know, to, 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 to learn how to connect with and communicate uh-huh. with? what are our resources? Who are the other people and what, what are their skill sets? Like, what are we doing here? And I think that really there are people who are still on the boat and helping people get off. There are people yeah. who are and so identifying where we are, I think, can really help us because we can't be in all the places at once. Mm-hmm. So for those of us who are of service in different ways or even mm-hmm. just knowing where we're orienting in general. And there's all types of skills that need to be had in each of these different spaces. Yeah. I think we're in a series of different places right now. I don't think we're all in one place. And I think that's part of what's happening with a lot of the um discord that's happening in conversations i think people are having different conversations because they're actually sitting in different places mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and so i think that that metaphor has been helpful sometimes and i know what i just answered was somewhat abstract and well think- no actually it was very <laughs> for me it was very direct and personal and i really i love it because um in conversations that i have with people i see that there are people that are are doing the work of, as you're saying, the being on the boat. And I might even say maybe that's like uh, the people that are identifying as being healers and are working through some of those old kind of patterning. patterning. Um, and I know for me that I'm, I'm that person who is, okay, well, you've been walking in these shoes for, you know, 20 miles. Let me take you to the shoemaker and introduce you to the shoemaker because you need some new shoes. You need a new backpack. Maybe you need to rest for a while and, you know, reclaim your strength. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> I, I remember writing an article once about um, the Holy Grail. It's like you found the Holy Grail. You've reached the shore. Well, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, because the Holy Grail is that which you've, you've discovered something. And how are you going to bring this to humanity? How are you going to bring the boon that you've received and share it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so in my work right now, a lot of what I'm working with directly is I really have a passion for organizational and executive leadership. I think the organizations and the institutions of our world need to get current with the energies that are now. Mm-hmm. The old energies aren't here anymore. The old infrastructure will no longer be supported. The energy is not there for it anymore. Mm-hmm. So they'll mm-hmm. continue to crumble and collapse, even if we continue to recreate it in the same pattern and way. Mm-hmm. And so what is actually wanting to take form and how do we begin to build with that? That's a lot where my curiosity is. And so sitting in that emergent space with leaders in different sectors mm-hmm, who are mm-hmm. open to that. And, um, and really a lot of the leadership knows this, even if they don't have this language for yes, it, they see yes. this, they, they mm-hmm. feel it. Um, and they're definitely in this conversation. Um, so that, that's a lot where I see things. And, and I don't think it's not like, you know, People still have old trauma on the new shore. It's not like like we're done with that. No, the focus is just slightly different. People, you know, so there's still stuff to be. It is that conversation we were saying before. How do we use these openings? And when we get triggered in these spaces to really get current and reorganize so that whatever we are creating is really coming from a new space rather Mm -hmm. than. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And it's so needed within those uh, those businesses, organizations, um, wherever there's that opening, because 
And that, that is a passion for me of looking for the leaders who are ready because I, I'm the, I, I feel like I'm the one that's bringing the stars on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be that one, but mm-hmm. needing to bring the people who are in those positions where they already know, as you say, something's happening. And yet they don't have a way of knowing, well, how do we, how do we transition through this? How do we take the organization into its next iteration? Yeah. 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 Um, I've been playfully, you know, someone was asking to define the role more and I was kind of saying like, I don't, I don't know, like I'm not an implementer. I don't know how to Mm -hmm. build Mm -hmm. your business in this industry. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. but I am a very good navigator. So if you give me the context of all that you have, I can help, you know, like put your rudder this way, get the sail in this position. Uh, <laughs> that's where the wind's coming yes, from. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's where we want to go, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so being, being a good navigator in that way. And I think, um, yeah. I think you'd be good in, in another way too. That, I mean, maybe you're already doing this because uh, it's something that relates that I resonate with a lot. And I see that you're very good at this, which is, Mm. as as people are connecting more deeply with that greater connection of what the universe is 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 able to provide and wanting for them that 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 then can connect with others of like uh, awarenesses like that Mm -hmm. yeah it's more than it's more than networking it's it's like what can be created when those people are brought together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back to that collaborative idea in a, mm-hmm. in that broader scope. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Ooh, chills again. Yeah. 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 I mean, I just, <laughs> I, that is what I'm most excited about in, in my work is, is doing that kind of thing. And, uh, and I certainly see that in those kind of, you're, you're, you're more than just a navigator. I, it's not that there's anything to diminish. Yeah, yeah. There's not, but it's navigation in the service of, Mm, creating the new possibilities. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Really a new world. Um, I think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, taking a breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you feel like is possible? I mean, in some ways you've spoken to that, but what do you feel like is possible in the way, in your own work and in your way of working with people, it, it sounds like there's a lot that is new that is um, coming into being. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my first answer is I don't know. And my second answer is anything like I, <laughs> mm. which are kind of tethered together. I think anything's <laughs> possible. Um, I think that, that one of the what one of the things that I felt is really tragic about humanity when I look out at our world mm-hmm. is that we really have all the resources and all the skills and the capacity to end hunger to feed and clothe every man, woman, and child on the planet mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. we have that. Right. And it's a lack of will. There's a lack of distribution of, of, of resources. And, and we don't know how to do that in a good way. Um, and I think that when we open into this emergent space, we're really linking our will to a greater intelligence. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. like a species-wide coherence. And Mm -hmm. in that place, there's room for diversity. It's not a kind of um, communist kind of everyone gets the same amount of everything in this way. But there's this organic way where I really do believe we could each all have everything we need. Yes. And for each of us, our needs are going to vary and be different, but not based on conditioning or class, but based on our true nature, that a fern needs something different than a redwood tree, that a Mm -hmm. vine needs something different than a mushroom, you know, Mm -hmm. that each of us are our own being within a diverse ecosystem that's completely intertwined and codependent with one another. Mm-hmm. And if we could be in our trueness and our true self, as we settle into this emergent listening, that maybe we'll start to remember or be guided into our true organizational structure, our true mm. architecture, our true re- relationship with each other, with the earth in all ways. And I think that could take generations to unfold, but that's my imagining of what's possible. Yes. Everyone being exactly who they are and getting everything that they need, nothing more, nothing less, but Mm -hmm. very comfortably that. Um, And being able to live in, in that, in a, in a joyful expression of life. Mm, I am breathing that in Katanjali. That's, that is like, um, That feels like what is possible. And, and even more than what's possible, it feels like that, that is where we're moving and it may take lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what keeps me going, you know, it, is that kind of visioning. Yeah. I, I really um, deeply value your, your way of giving voice to what you see what you feel and, and what you're creating and what you see being created. Yeah. 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 Any, any last brilliances that you want to grace us with? (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed this. I love sitting with you. I feel like such a strong resonance (laughs) and such deep wisdom and, um, it just feels really good. Yeah. And that feels really nourishing in this time. Feel yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm finding myself needing more nourishment mm-hmm. uh, of this kind of, of this sort. Yeah. So I appreciate being here with you. Mm. Oh, but before we, we, we um, do close out, please let people know where they can get more of you. yeah so um sintarasystem.com and s-y-n-t-a-r-a system.com um yeah we have a we have a membership and monthly membership and it has all kinds of great meditations and practices and community building that happens in there and i'm around in other places and ways but if you check the website it'll be there okay and then that'll all be in the show notes as well and um um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you. I mean, <laughs> you are, you are a treasure in my life and I'm really glad to, that I know you. Oh, I feel the exact same way about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you to our listeners too, for, for sharing in this conversation. Um, you know, I feel like it, um, I have a sensing of the people listening, which is, I don't often even go there really, but 
I really have a sensing of that and, and want to thank you for being with us today here at Wisdom Talk Radio. And to in, invite you to join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. Remember that you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts because we're in all the different places. I don't want to list them. And if you've enjoyed listening to us today, please leave us a review because when you do, that helps more people to discover the wisdom, the illumination, and it helps transform the world. And that's what we're about. And for more about fast-tracking your ideas to creation and revenue, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at the Baca, B-A-C-A, institute.com. Take the quiz and find out your creative innovator style so that you can turn your ideas into reality without missing another moment. Thanks for joining us here.